What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 74 of Beef's Beef. That's uh, a seven and then a four. That's for all you mathematicians out Jesus. there. Jesus. I didn't realize we're starting like this right off top. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we have a... 7-4. Uh, 74. Yes. Uh, as always, I have BJ here with me again. Thank I'm you. starting to rethink this. Uh, but we also have a, a guest, returning guest, which is always good. Uh, actually, he was also ranked second in fan votes of the year last year for guest of the year. I I did not know this is news to me. Yeah, second. So you're telling yours, me yours truly. So you're telling me you're telling me that he would have been a captain if he was in the All Star game. Yeah, that's team. That's Gian- it's team Giannis over here. No, I would say he's team LeBron because like the first person was Giannis. That that would be me, and then second would be. LeBron. Well, we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. Okay. But okay. returning guest from his. Self-proclaimed 14-month hiatus. That's right. We have Mr. Daniel Grimes. How's it going, y'all? Pretty good. Pretty good. We had to bring him on day after a, a big win over a tough opponent in the Indiana Hoosiers. Tough? I thought I heard tough in there. Yeah. He's, he's, he meant like I'm, uh, I'm trying, look, we, like, got, we got Indiana <laughs> listeners. I can't just... It's going to be bad enough later when we talk about this. So you, you got to give, you gotta give them... You got to pump them up before you tear them down. Yeah, you got to butter them up. Butter yeah. them up. I like butter. Yeah, yeah butter. Like you gotta, like you gotta butter, butter them up before we tear them down, which is what I'm doing to you right now. I'm buttering you up when we're talking about this this All Star game. The All Star game, I D D said he didn't really watch the whole thing, but he's not really an avid NBA watcher. It's Brandon's fault. Uh, I took he his did advice. Say that. Yeah, I took his advice. I still, I still didn't understand the under the, how it was my fault. Well, let him explain. Well, so you know, you went on and on about how people can't complain about the Super Bowl being boring, and then you watch every minute. Not really an NBA fan. They don't have good commercials in the All Star Game. So, <laughs> well, to be fair, they don't have good commercials on the Super Bowl anymore either. Well, there are a couple funny ones, but. I couldn't watch it and then come on the episode and be like, oh, it sucked, it was boring, I couldn't stand I watched it. How much did you watch? Every second. Every dunk, every layup, every missed three-pointer. I think no. that's good luck. So now, yeah, I get what you're, now I get what you're saying. You didn't enjoy it, so you didn't watch the whole thing yeah. so that you could complain, which yeah. is fine with me. Yeah, but he didn't even know he wasn't going to enjoy it. He didn't enjoy it because he didn't watch it because you told him not to. I, yeah. that's, I think you're misunderstanding what he's saying. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's spot on. <laughs> so... Team, Le- in Team LeBron, which I also picked the win. I think that could be correct. Right? Team LeBron shocked by that. Comes yeah. back from what twenty points down, twenty one points down, roughly. <laughs> which in a game like this, let's not toot your own horn over there. I'm tooting. I'm tooting the horn to, for for a fourteen point win, one seventy eight, one sixty four. They did cover the three hundred points, like you said. Yeah, they went over that, they and, went and o- they did cover the six and a half points in the victory. They did. Which you did, you said they would not cover. Well, yeah, you I said took, team. I took Team Giannis and the points, yeah. so therefore taking Team Giannis was your first mistake. Well, your second mistake, your second mistake was not picking the right MVP like I did. Oh, what was the third? Let's just keep going down the list. Check, the check, third check, was check, check. was going against GM of the year. Because <laughs> guys, when we we tallied up our uh, we tallied up our teams. Actually, I tallied it up. BJ's not real good with math. I checked it. I, verified. I yeah. BJ's not real good. I trust D's opinion yeah. on it. BJ's not real good with math. So I tallied up our <laughs> our uh, our totals here. And, I mean, in the words of of Stand By Me, you guys want to see a dead body? Stand By Me. <laughs> here it is right here. 
Team LeBron with a 186-156 drumming of Team Giannis. It was even worse on paper. Yeah, it was. It was even worse on paper. BJ's leading scorer was his captain, and, T- and Giannis had Should've 38. Sure, you can't win MVP and lose. Says who? Says me because you blew a 20-point lead. That's like saying, well, you know, Jordan Warren should have been player of the game in a Duke game. No, you blew a 23-point lead to Duke. So you can't really be the player of the game because you blew the game. But I don't know if that's a good comparison. but yeah, I It's do the same thing. He saying. probably wasn't the player of the game. Though. It's the same thing. My, uh, my main man, Cam Reddish, who's about to lose tonight, might have been a player of the game. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know whether they'll lose or win. Lose. <laughs> but we have a 186-156, speaking of loss, uh, drumming of your team. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Listen, so, whatever you need to hear right now. Woo, you're the best. Wait, I mean, what do you want? That's to all hear? I needed to hear. Okay. That's all you can I was wrong. You were right. I covered both bases there. There. So, D, of of the parts of the game that you watched, what what did you think? Obviously, you didn't think too much of it because you stopped watching it. But Well, <clears throat> personally, next year, I'd like to see some more scoring. There's a little, little, <laughs> a little light on the scoring. Um, Would you have liked more three pointers? More three pointers, yeah. yeah. Uh, next year, if they could somehow, if they could get to the two hundred number oh, on three point shots. What was that? Two years ago, I think they somebody scored in the one nineties. Yeah, Four points. Yeah, one team, one team scored in the one nineties. It's a lot of yeah. points. Was, I was shocked whenever they said three hundred as far as total points this year. I thought that seemed a little bit low, but. You never know until they play. Are there even referees on the court? There are. It's it like if you watch the Pro Bowl, it's a lot like the Pro Bowl until like the last eight minutes. It's like the last eight minutes they'll actually play. They get a little serious. Is there? Yeah. Any, there's nothing on the line though. There's, uh, no line. there's bonuses. Yeah, bonuses. That's why they. That's why they play hard at the end of the game. I don't think that's why they play hard. <laughs> it's like a hundred grand for the each player on the winning team. That's nothing to them. That's chunk I'm chunk playing chunk. hard the whole game if it's a hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, that's you and it's I. It's still a hundred grand though. Yeah, but to these guys who are making millions and millions. Yeah, of dollars, I mean, you got to think when, they, when AD make. got fined, what was it, seventy five thousand? They said it was like us paying a parking ticket. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's still his parking ticket. He got paid. Yeah, I. When you say paying money, that yeah. you know, if they're giving out free money, free money that. is free money. I'm with that. Best yeah. kind of money there is. Yeah, you're right. So, you 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 had you begged the question. This, first of all, I, I don't ever like giving credit to Steph Curry. You know that. But you beg the question, why was that alley-oop so highly touted? Not the one he threw to himself. The one no, he threw no. to Giannis. Yeah, the one he threw to Giannis. Yeah, it wasn't that impressive. It was when you look at how high Giannis okay, was. Okay, so that was the, the pass, impressive part. The pass was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. That, that was what I was talking about. The pass was terrible. I mean, the dunk was and I he, saw the highlights. And it was crazy. Uh, much, much to BJ Chagrin, he traveled before he threw the pass. I'm shocked. Did somebody in the NBA travel? No travel. <laughs> Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> what I was really shocked about was how Giannis's feet were still on the ground whenever he dunked the ball. It is, dude. He he's a freak. Like I know his nickname I, is the Greek freak. I he that's his really, nickname, right? He really is. He yeah. really is a freak with this stuff, dude. Because he really does do that. He's, he's yeah. crazy to watch him on the court. He's like, I don't even know how he functions. I, I don't get it. I actually said it to somebody not that long ago. I feel like we have three, or I'm sorry, four of the most physically gifted NBA players that we've maybe ever seen playing in the NBA right now. I mean. You have to add LeBron in there because of the size and how fast he moves. KD with his size and the way he can shoot from anywhere on the court. Giannis with what we were just saying and Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah. Davis is – like those four right there 
are four of the most physically gifted players I think we've ever seen in the NBA. I get what you're saying. I think you might be wording it wrong because when you're talking about physically gifted, you look back to a guy like Shaq, and he has to be the all-time. I mean, that dude was a That's monster. why I said four of the – they don't have yeah. to be the – but yeah, I definitely agree with that Shaq. You're talking skill sets, not physical giftings, because think about it. Back then, how many of the big guys would come out and play like what an Anthony Davis or a KD or even Giannis. Giannis is completely different than those two because Giannis does it without shooting a three. Like – him and Ben Simmons are almost more comparable than those, even yeah. though, I mean, obviously body types, they're similar. But Giannis is impressive to me, man. It's it's really crazy because you're really starting to see how bad of a shooter he is. Yeah. You see him airballing threes and stuff now, and it's like, man, and he's still dominating games. It's confidence, though. I, I think I've seen him shoot in warm-ups. I've seen him shoot even uh, – there was a great document. I guess you would call it a documentary. NBA TV did it, and it was called Finding Giannis. If you get a chance to watch that, it's well worth it. But it was talk about his scouting and all of that stuff. And when he was a 15-year-old kid, they're showing highlights of him knocking down threes in people's face. And I was like, this is not the Giannis we know now. No, he I, probably grew like eight or nine inches, didn't he, overnight? Yeah, he was six five, I think, when they were showing him at 15. And now we talked about it, he's probably like seven foot. Seven, so, yeah. But the more impressive is the weight room, I mean, as as far oh, he, as in his build. three years, he oh, dude, put yeah. on 30 pounds of muscle, looks like him. But check this out. The whole thing they said on this documentary, and this made me, like, I mean, I'm not going to cry ever, but I'm going to, like, be emotional <laughs> is what we'll say. But he, he was talking about they came to him as his agent and said, look, you have to eat, like, to eventually be a professional athlete, you have to pack on the pounds. And he said, my family just can't afford it. Like, I'm not going to sit there and eat more than what my family can eat. And I was like, wow, that just shows them. So what they agreed to do was, as a family, they were all going to eat the total amount of calories that he had to get in a day. So I was like, yeah. I'm in for that family. The dad probably hated that as far as having his wife balloon up. But, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what he's yeah. thinking because they're not going to get a, a personal trainer once their son becomes one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, maybe I'm awry as far as my thought process here. That's just the way I would think. <laughs> Look, I know he shoots a lot of threes because I play with him on my my player. I play for the Bucks. <laughs> And he shoots all the time. Non-stop, huh? Yeah, all the time. I can never get the rock. I, 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 all Yeah. And I'm like, but the, here's the thing, though. Dude, I'm a black hole. When it comes to me, I'm not passing. <laughs> you were talking about being a post player on that game. Nobody's a post player. That's what I'm saying. I, I, try to, I try to go against the norm. Yeah, because they don't ever pass to you. That's why you yeah. call for pass all the time. <laughs> That's why my grade's always in the B area because I'm calling for pass Your so much. They hate you. Yeah, there's like call for pass ignored. I'm like, well, I guess I better hit it again. Yeah. <laughs> Since they're ignoring that one, they only just need to hear another one. You better keep at it then. Yeah, so. I think it just shows where the NBA's going, though. Because yeah. I mean, 15 years ago, I mean, Shaq was a freak because he could actually dribble the ball. I mean, 15, 20 years ago in the NBA, if you were over 6'5", you didn't dribble the ball. Maybe no. maybe two dribbles and a drop step or two steble, two dribbles and a hook, and that was it. Now, if you can't dribble the ball, you're not even playing. Yeah, if you, you had guys – it was very, very slim. You had guys like Dirk, uh, somebody like Arvita Sabonis, some very, very slim pickings when it comes to big men that could shoot yeah. or do anything. Sacramento with their two big guys, they could pass pretty well. They handled the ball a little bit. But you're absolutely right. The game has changed so much, and to be honest with you, I think – the team that really kind of pushed it to the forefront even more is Golden State. Because 
they're just every possession. It's like, well, we're going to shoot a three. Well, I'd go more so than a team. It's a style of play now because I think part of what it is is you look at the build of some of these centers. You've got to be able to defend a pick and roll. Like that's what every offense is doing. You you watch the Rockets. That's the best example I can give you. When Capella's healthy, Capella's going to come up and set a screen on Harden. You're either going to switch that, or you're going to give Harden an open shot or an open lane to the basket. Well, whenever yeah. you switch that, how many centers in the NBA in the past, you know, before 20 years ago, could guard a player like Harden? I would say that's. I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know if there's ever anyone in NBA history that could really stop Harden. Yeah, I think Harden may be. Was. I think Harden may be the best scoring guard we've maybe ever seen. I think the person that could really stop him has got to be the rule book, though. I mean, the travel. Yeah, yeah I could. I could see that. That's the only I, person that could stop him. But yeah. as far as as far Big as like time. someone <laughs> actually stopping him, I don't think anyone's actually going to shut James Harden down. Who who blocked him the other day? Somebody blocked him. I saw a Kogi. Yep. Yeah, the kid from Georgia Tech, the place from Minnesota. Sign him up then. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe if you played it. But here's the thing, though, man. James Harden is still at this point learning new things. I saw a video the other day with him visiting with the professor, and the professor, too. yeah, yeah, and he just learning new moves to do different things. Like that's what makes these players professionals is that they just never stop trying to learn new things. Oh, they're like big kids, though. It's even like the passion for the game. You would think, you know, once it becomes your profession, you lose some of that. I think some do, though. I think some yeah. get burned out. I, I have to. You look at some of these players, whenever they get the, their big contract, you know, their first contract, and you never hear of them again. Never you look at somebody like a Josh Smith, you know, or something like that. Where, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you get a contract like that, and then you start going downhill, and then another team gives you a contract, and then another team gives you a contract. Well, let's be fair. His hands just might have been too small where he couldn't really grasp the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and to throw a BJ joke out there. I'm sorry. You've been listening to me too yeah. much, clearly. <laughs> but I mean, there's. I agree with you totally, though. There is a lot of guys that get to that point where they just don't. It's they lose it quick, or they're just like, "Well, I got all the money I really need." Yeah. And they're just pretty much done. There's well, a lot of things that come with the game too, though. Like if you're not performing, there's oh, there's four or five more guys on the bench on every team in the G League. Yeah, or, or ready, even coming ready, up in the draft. Yeah, ready for that spot. So, I mean, if you're not on, you know, if you start to slack at all. I think that's what the scouts want, too, is they would almost take a person who they don't know that much about over somebody who they've seen what skill set has brought to the table, even if they're a better player. That's why if you look, a lot of these players that are going four years now are higher in the draft than these one-and-dones. You know, we were talking about this before, where would Romeo fall and whatnot. A lot of these people are taking them still high, and, and I'm not sure I agree with that, but it's kind of one of those deals. Maybe if they think the intangibles are there, they'll take got, a risk on them. He's got everything you need. He's got the talent, the height, the athletic ability. So, I mean, those are the things you can't teach. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Romeo, I got, I'm, I'm bringing my lock of the week back to college. I know BJ never – he refuses to do college. But somehow he's going to do the NBA, even though we're on the All Star break still. I just <laughs> did the college last game and covered. It's about time, all right, because yeah. we both covered. Kansas yeah. State covered, and apparently Virginia covered. I'm going back to the tape, by the way, after we get done recording this. Go for it. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't. I don't think that that spread is right. It wasn't my choice of the spread. Uh, clearly, it was a three-and-a-half-point spread that I, just, I love. I just remember both of us being like, really, that's the spread? Yeah, that's why, because it was so low. I thought yeah. Virginia would have beaten Virginia Tech by even more than what they did. Yeah. So, 
D, did you bring a lock of the week? I got, I got a lock. I'm staying in my home in the comfort zone of the Big Ten, though. I like it. All right. I'm going outside. You know what? You're the guest. We'll let you go first with your lock of the week. So I'm going to go with the Michigan Wolverines at the barn over Minnesota with four. Four was the spread. Four. Yes. Yeah. They're covering the four. Which I like that as well, too. I told you. I, that's a tough place to play, but four points is not a ton of points. That Michigan team's a good team. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota just put it on IU, though, so I don't know. They may be hot. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's, it's, it is a very tough place to play just because of the race yeah. court. Yeah. And there's we were yeah, talking about the other day. It. Yeah. The McDonald's in the stands. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> well, and even, too, you've got a great matchup in that that I think we can highlight briefly, but Brozdakis and Murphy, like that is oh. an elite matchup right there. And you probably got – I'm not sure if they'll guard each other, but uh, – Yeah, two guys I can't wait to watch. Pool of coffee. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Amir Coffee's – a first round pick probably. I think Maybe Brandon's more excited about the coaching battle between young Patino and uh, former West Virginia Mountaineer John Beeline. I like Beeline. I, I actually do. Okay. I like Beeline because I don't really consider him a Big Ten guy still. Yeah. I still remember him as the West Virginia guy that had Beeline and Air Bear and uh, big guy. I can't think of his name now. Uh, who's the pick on that West Virginia team? I thought it was Air Bear. No, yeah, Air Bear was, was the guard. Uh, the big, the big power forward that was a shooter. I can't think of his name. The guy ended up being a teacher, and now he lives in a trailer park. <laughs> yeah, I swear. I swear, man. Was, I saw one of those where where are they now type things. Yeah. And he's – Hey, he, what's wrong with the trailer park, man? I didn't see oh, – you're the one that left. He stayed in West Virginia. So yeah, you're the, you're the one that left. I feel like that's a mansion there. Yeah. Like that's almost a highlight of his career. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I never said there was anything wrong with it. I think you insinuated. Yeah. I think you guys just insinuated that I was saying there was something wrong with it, but there really wasn't. I think this heat in here is getting to your head. <laughs> maybe maybe it is. I'm going through like four bottles of water. It is a it is hot in here. It's like a sauna. Nine thousand degrees Fahrenheit. This We're is see D we did this on purpose. We wanted to see how you could handle pressure. I knew that. Oh, I so got it. so I we got threw it. we threw the heat up. BJ's wearing his toboggan, acting like it's not war- like scolding hot in here. Either to the fullest. By the way, his though. name Getting was his name was Kevin Pitsnoggle. Thanks oh, for it thanks for the noggle. thanks for the help. Yeah, guys. he was good. Kevin Pitsnoggle. That was the Big East. Nobody cares about the Big East. The, the, the Big East was fantastic. The Big East. Well, at that point, we weren't in the Big East. We were still in the Conference USA. So, Metro? No, we weren't. We left the Metro a while before that. Metro. Just pick a conference. We, we have. We were, in, we're in the best basketball conference in college basketball. Allegedly. <laughs> so I'm staying in college because BJ's afraid of the college game, and I'm going back to the beef ways. I'm going back to the big spread. Give me the Zags covering twenty-seven and a half over Pepperdine. The running Doug Christie's. Give me Gonzaga covering the twenty-seven and a half. Where's it at? It does. It, they could play on Mars. It doesn't. It does not matter. Okay. Where, where they could play on Mars with that dead satellite that's up there. I feel like that everyone's there, so there's sad there's about. No gravity, so they're not covering twenty-seven and a half. I, you I never know, man. That. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to go ahead and bet that Gonzaga gets used to the gravity because they have more skill, <laughs> faster than what Pepperdine does. They probably get dehydrated. There's not water, that's right? That's a good point. So they got I'm better not, athletes. You know, I haven't been to Mars recently. It's been, been a while. while. Yeah, yeah, a substantial yeah. amount of time. Last time I was up there, I think my Tesla car got left up there. <laughs> so, 
We never know. Uh, what is, do you know Pepperdine's record off the top of your head? I didn't think uh, at all. Yeah, I'm not I mean, worried about it. I'd be more impressed with the They're probably not mascot. very good. Anybody got a mascot? Mascot. Pepperdine. Remember oh. last time I was wrong on it. So I mean, I, I, what else uh, do you guys want me to do? I'd name someone that went there. I would also. That was, that was good. That, I mean, I wasn't just making that up. Doug Christie really did go to Pepperdine. I want their leading scorer right now. Their leading yeah. <laughs> Doug Christie's son. Give Doug, some stats. Douglas Christie Jr. <laughs> so with that being said, we'll move over to mine. Yeah, the real. And, and here, I want to say, I'm not going to give it away, Yeah. but Daniel was like, come on, dude. How are you not going out on a limb? Brandon got that 27 and a half. I said, he might be more ballsy than any of us with what his pick is. And ballsy is my middle name, if anybody didn't know. <laughs> that's, so, where, that's where BJ comes from. Yeah, that's the B. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a little bit of a Homer fan this time. And I'm going to take my Cavs coming back from the All-Star break. Nice and refreshed. You know, Chetty Osman had a terrible outing. Um, the Did last have an All-Star? Yeah, well, he was in the Rising Stars, so that counts as an all-star to me, in theory, arguably a legend. Yes, yes, I'll tell you who the all-star is. Who? It's Tristan Thompson for getting away from the Kardashians. <laughs> That's the all-star. Rumor so, has it he had five dates on Valentine's Day is how I'll word it. Shoot your shot. I think, yep, I won't go into too much detail. I shoot think your shot. a shot. So, Pepperdine is 12-15, and 15, by the way. So they're, tough conference they're, too. Yeah, nah. yeah. So, anyways, back to my lock of the week, the real lock of the week, not these two schmuck locks of the week over here. Even though I'd take these, probably that's a good lock right there. But I'm going with the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are favored by one, aka a pickup game. I can't believe you're taking the Cavs. Like I, I mean, that, the Phoenix Suns. That's what I'm. It doesn't matter. It's like whew, man. right now. Phoenix has 11 wins on the season. The Cavs have 12 wins on the season. We're looking to make it 13. Lucky number 13. Are they not tanking? Are either of those teams not tanking? Are they playing for real? You well, know, depends on what your definition of tanking is. If you're talking about intentional tanking, unfortunately, no. So they're trying. I think Phoenix is – I mean, Phoenix traded Trevor Ariza, so they've at least got an argument for not tanking. Cavs don't really have much to say. The Cavs lost course. the best player in basketball. Yeah, they, they have a pretty big argument. And then their best, yeah, the, then their best player that they had was hurt for more than half the season. When I think of tanking, I think of intentional tanking. Like yeah. I think of being knowledgeable and going, "Hey, we got to try to get, you know, the team on the court that's going to give us our best chance." So you're saying they're not tanking? Not intentionally. I mean, oh, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. With, I thought you were yeah. saying they were. I'm agreeing with you. No, no, they're not tanking. They legitimately lost LeBron, and then you lose Kevin Love for. Two months of the season. The J.R. Smith thing would be the only thing that you could say, and I think probably that dude the players, lost game one because he yeah. didn't know what the score was. Probably the players <laughs> who are replacing him right now might be an upgrade. So it's it's tough to argue either way, especially with him not being picked up on any. I'm team. still bitter towards J.R. Smith, if you couldn't tell. I can tell. It's upsetting and rightfully so. It was it was kind of funny to watch him towards. I by the way, I got to give you credit after tough. after you say this. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Because I got to give you credit for the comment you made today on Facebook. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to no. I'm, I'm not going to let that pass without giving you credit on 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 here. But I mean, as as an NBA player, you got to know time and situation and place. Like, how do you not? Right. And how many scoreboards are there in an NBA arena? Substantial amount. I mean, uh, north of ten. Yeah. It's probably yeah. The score is everywhere. Yeah. It scores everywhere. They're probably wearing earpieces that tell them the score. And too. they got 17 <laughs> coaches on each bench telling yeah. them what to do. 
So I, yeah, it's just kind of not, so, not very good. So today, I don't know if you saw it, but I shared that thing today that said that Space Jam Two will start filming this summer. I saw it. D throws the haymaker out there. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was it was actually really good. I started cracking up. I, I felt bad about it to be honest. No, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> He says, well, he'll have a lot of time to film since he's not making the finals this year. <laughs> Which is funny because it's probably true. Is he uh, gonna make the, are they making the playoffs? I don't think they make the playoffs. Oh. Don't think they make the playoffs. No over-under on the playoffs? Well, either? this is the thing. Let's say if they – yeah, no over-under because yeah. they ain't making it. Um, but let's say they do make it – sorry, Tony. Let's say they do make it at the eight seed. That's going to be a problem for them. Yeah, that'd be they make it as the eighth seed. They're getting swept by Golden State. Yeah. If Golden State finishes at one, if Denver finishes at one, I, I would kind of want to be the Lakers where I'd go. I'd rather play them than be the seventh seed and play yeah. Golden State. Yeah. Especially if they're getting home court advantage too. Like L.A. doesn't really need home court advantage. Well, the other thing is, is you also got to take into account that Golden State really doesn't like LeBron. So right. it's not like they're just going to coast when they play the Lakers like they probably could somebody else in the first round still win. No, they'll be out for blood probably. They're going to they're gonna go to Four sweep games. him and kick him out of the playoffs again. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. If I'm the Lakers and I make it, I hope that Denver went, finishes first. One, because you're going to be playing, in our opinion, uh, the least lesser talented team, but also a team that's – not going to be looking for blood. I yeah. think OKC is at three right now, too. I don't think the Lakers would be scared to play OKC. I mean, Paul George is playing his best basketball right now, so will that be at the end of the season he's still doing that? Yeah, but they got, they got to win a lot of games to play the three seed, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. they're, about, they're, in ten, they're in 10th place right now, so, yeah. yeah. Right. But I think there's a couple of teams who are up there who could fall out of the playoffs. I mean, the Clippers are in that conversation, so – We'll, we'll see. I mean, T-Wolves are fighting for that spot, too. Okogi, who we mentioned earlier. Um, it, it'll be interesting. That's why I like the NBA, because it's not the same teams every year. They might be the same teams winning, but as far as making the playoffs, that's a pretty meaningful thing. Pros and cons to it all. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the same teams haven't played in the finals. Like, yeah. The past couple of years in a row, you're right. It's always a different team. You're Sneaky right. Sneaky suspicion this yeah. year the Cavs might not be in there. So your wishes are <laughs> man, my good buddy. Yeah, have they locked the uh, not making the playoff yet? I would guess that they have. Yeah. That was about a month ago. I think I saw on the bottom line. They're only uh, uh-huh. they're only a mere yeah. thirty one and a half games back behind Milwaukee. No, it's nothing. They just haven't hit their run yet. Yeah, once you start winning 30 games in a row, you know, we're hot for the playoffs. Hey, let's be honest though. They're not thirty two and a half games behind like New York, so. Yeah. They're not in last place in the Eastern Conference. Even though Phoenix is in the West, Phoenix will be in that conversation too. And once again, lock of the week, Cavs over Phoenix. <laughs> the, the gap between last and second to last in the Western Conference is 12 games. Wow. Yeah. Phoenix is 11-48. and 48. Then you have Memphis at 23-36. and 36. Boy, remember I was telling you, the bottom three teams in the NBA this year all have the same percentage chance of getting the first pick in the draft this year. So it's 14%. So Phoenix, New York, and Cleveland, they're all pretty daggone close. We might want to actually lose this game based on what you were talking about earlier. <laughs> so we might move out of the race for first pick. Take for Zion. Yeah. But somehow, magically, the Cavs always get a decent <laughs> pick and then – yeah, well, they have two number ones in a row, right? Yeah. Well, they've had, I think, three out of five. Um, LeBron's still saying you're it. welcome. Yeah. He did us a big favor. Yeah. <laughs> what was that good pick they had? Was that Anthony Bennett? Like, yeah. That was a good one. He's, uh, but he's they also got Kyrie, though. Yeah. yeah so that wasn't the same year, though. No, but they also got Kyrie. They did get Kyrie and Tristan Thompson the same year, though, didn't they? Then they then they have one and three and got Tristan Thompson at three? I believe so. Yeah, so, I mean, they got those two in the same year. Yeah. 
Tristan is still a good player, but Tristan's overpaid. Oh, absolutely. He's a role player. Yeah. Great rebounder. He, he's a great, especially offensive rebounder. Yeah. Well, he's what we talked about earlier. He can defend a pick and roll, and he's an elite offensive rebounder. That's definitely, if you were going to put one skill set on him, offensive rebounding is his specialty. You were not going to put shooting? No, um, shooting a shot with the Kardashians previously. What? And, yeah. and others. Yeah, yeah and others. Not even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are tanking for, uh, or you guys should tank for a guy that's going to be playing in a game against your team tonight. After they beat Phoenix. Nah, I'm just saying they should be tanking. Yeah, but I'm just making sure everybody knows after we beat Phoenix. That's <laughs> like, you know, W-I-N, win over Phoenix. I, I, I get that you think that they're going to beat Phoenix. Four and three, lock of the week. Four. Well, we're both four and three. Yeah, no, 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 we're both three and three right now. You've got to win before you become four and three. I'm I won last. I won last. I'm on a two-game winning streak right now. If anyone's hot in here, other than all three of us, <laughs> it's definitely me. Everybody's hot. Here. I'm my armpits back to death. Yeah, might want to get a fire extinguisher because my lock of the weeks are on the fire right now. <laughs> so, UNC Duke tonight, the second best rivalry in college basketball. Which was proven by that poll that I put up the other day. D <laughs> says IU Purdue. We'll talk about that rivalry I, I, later. I really don't think it's the best rivalry. You can't say that now. We're gonna talk smack that's on why we. That's why we bring you on here for your Skip Bayless hot takes. Oh. I enjoyed Hot takes it. I got. I like the one guy who said, no way, there's no chance. One team isn't even relevant right now. I said, well, one team's pretty relevant for not being yeah. so good. <laughs> Both teams are relevant. Let's not get that mistaken. Yeah. Relevant, that's just, you know. So we got, we, got the, yeah. we got the best rivalry in North Carolina. Or in all sports. I mean, All of sports? Like, yeah, any sport. You name it. You all know. of sports? I would take Tennessee and UConn women's before I would take that. Okay, well, we'll talk about relevant. That was <laughs> no. Yeah. If we're going all the sports, I'll probably take Alabama Auburn. If I'm being 100 percent honest. In field hockey? No, in in, in football. I'm taking Alabama Auburn football. In gymnastics? I mean, that dude went on their campus and killed a tree that was like over 100 years old. My dad's got some great stories about when Penn State would play different schools. You know, everybody was doing something like that. They'd come and paint the Nittany Lion. They'd have people out on guard. The statue is totally different from killing a living thing. Well, that was 1942, so I think it was a different time and age as well, too. Was, was Paterno still there? Yes. Okay. Paterno was definitely still there. But with that being said, every every school has some story like that. That doesn't mean anything to us. I'm I'm sorry. I'm tree taking. Hater. You I'm got a tree hater over here. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hating the trees, man. They got put a poison in a one of the oldest trees on campus and killed it. Yeah. It's like but, one of the oldest trees in the state. Yeah. That's that's pretty ridiculous. You realize we breathe from trees, right, BJ? Well, you also realize I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan who has been a team who throws batteries and snowballs at Santa. We don't care about a tree. We're talking about a tree? Yeah. <laughs> about a tree? Yeah. I, I, that's a good point. I mean, when you come from such a ludicrous fan base like the Philadelphia Eagles, I guess nothing really blows your mind. Thank you. I don't know. I was. This is totally off subject, but yeah. when they won the Super Bowl, the fans eating the Horse manure in the street, that was... Impressive, right? That's that's as ludicrous as it gets right there. Dietary fiber. Yeah. Eating, eating... Why did I not see... You I'm actually I'm glad I didn't see this, for one. Yeah. When they were out there riding the streets and tearing up cars and light poles... A dude ate horse manure? Yeah. Like off the, the police horses? Did they did they take your old Super Bowl away after that? 
No, that that was a fake. Oh that was my propaganda. goodness! Fake That's fans disgusting. Fake news. Huh. No, he he for real did it. I mean, and he had no reason for it too. Like they were asking him about it, what happened, and he goes, uh, you know." He Maybe just but come, come on, Bear Grylls. You got Bear Grylls out here eating horse manure in the middle of the street. Like, really, this is where they dropped you in the middle of Philadelphia? Listen, we've all been to spring break before, okay? Don't don't act like people cheering you on. You're not going to do something. I've similar. never been to spring break. Yeah, I and I can go I ahead and tell you, you can you can cheer as much as you want. I'm not eating horse crap. No. It's not going <laughs> to happen. You can cheer as much as you want. That's not going to happen. If you... Fear factor. You're on fear factor. That's you the, win if that's, you that's eat it. That's totally different. So you're saying yes by yes. Oh so we talk about fear factor or spring break. You gotta make up your yeah, mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's Joe Rogan's. Joe Rogan's probably edition. at both of them. Well, you're getting yeah. paid money if it's on fear factor. Yeah, but I don't think even if I was getting paid money, I'm not sure if I'm eating horse manure. Like, how much do you have to eat? I guess let's you know set the rules and then we'll have this conversation. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs in this conversation right now. A lot. Yeah. I mean, sorry, what, sorry, what I has the horse sorry, I brought it up. dealing? Yeah, like, can I see the horse? what's he eating? Yeah, can, can I look the horse in the eyes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would you look the horse in the eyes? Why would you not? Power move, bro. Power move when yeah, you yeah. eat his crap. You're when looking you're him showing in the... the horse who's boss. <coughs> you yeah. have to have eye contact. <laughs> power move. Like, How's that a power move? Well, I'm eating what you just dumped. Let me ask you this: Is he gonna do that to us? Is he gonna pick up our dookie and then stare At... us in the eyes? No, because no, he has hooves. He doesn't have fingers. So no, he's not picking it up. So he's eating it off the ground. Okay, but he's eating everything off the ground. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So no, he's not picking it up. He's eating it off the ground. Okay, he's not making eye contact. Way he's doing it. Listen, that's an inferior. That's not right a there. power move. No power move, bro. <laughs> power move. So UNC Duke tonight. How? <laughs> I, I don't know how we got to that conversation. We were talking about how terrible fans Philadelphia has. Yeah. So no UNC Duke tonight. Duke not a nine and a half point favorite in Cameron. Way too many. I'm, I said four. I said three and a half is my guess. So. So, me and D were pretty much on the same page. Which, typically, for home court, they say you get three. In places like Assembly Hall at IU, you probably get four. Places like Cameron, maybe. Well, you, you get, get four, four in Assembly Hall because you got beams falling from the ceiling. <laughs> Might kill some of your players. It's like dodgeball on steroids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've never been to Assembly Hall, so I can't really speak on it too much. But I'm scared to go. Well, you have the right reasons. We're not really rivals because they don't ever want to play us. This is the first time they beat us since the early 90s. So they don't ever want to play us. You all play them every year twice. Not every, not twice. No, the Big Ten is yeah. – they had jacked that up recently. Oh. No. Well, you all at least play them once a year in, in conference. Yeah. They're trying to build up that rivalry. Yeah, it, it is now a protected rivalry starting next year. It's home and home. Good. That's the way it should be if you're in the same conference. I, I mean – if you're in the same conference, play twice. Doesn't make a rivalry better than the other one. But. Back to Dee's point about not wanting to go there, though. This is allegedly, okay? you got to say that before this. I have seen an IU fan, if you think of a deck and it's got wood beams on the outside of it, right? There's okay. a nail up top holding it in and a nail down on the bottom. Allegedly, I have seen a IU fan so angry that they punted one of those out of the deck and almost hit a Michigan fan after a football game once. So that's that's some pretty big. I'm probably not going there because you never know. You might get hit in the head with a uh, a loose. Yeah, if they're getting that upset over a football game. Yeah. When they haven't, I didn't. First of all, I didn't even know they had a football team until last year when they played them on TV for the first game of the season. Tevin Coleman went there. He, he didn't play. Nate Sudfeld, uh, backup 
third stringer for the Eagles. Yeah. Antoine Randall, he was the best. Though. They, they haven't had a football team since Randall. That's let's be that honest, because he was their football team. Yeah, yeah he that return. He was a wide yeah. receiver. He was a running back. Quarterback. He was a quarterback. <laughs> I think he coached. I think he was a safety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he he got the team water. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was everything. I tried to get this person to try out for the kicking team. You know, I thought it was it was a really good kick. I was impressed with it. It had to have been a good thirty yards, thirty <laughs> yards. But no. So BJ grilling you right now. You had to call a score. Duke, North Carolina. I'd say 83, North Carolina, to 79, Duke. Ooh. Yep. Calling call out on the limb and calling a Tar Heels dub in Cameron. Four-point victory. I, if you look at it, actually, a lot of games recently, the opposite team has won on their home court. Now, I think Duke hasn't been playing great as of recently, and neither has North Carolina. They played well for about nine minutes against Louisville. Yeah. That's all they really needed, though. Yeah, which still, even that nine minutes, that was that was not their usual output for them. They got help. Yeah. I mean, when you turn the ball over eleven times, and I well, guess it could have been worse. I guess they could have played like that for forty minutes, like they did against Kentucky. Oh man, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah speaking about that, that team, looks like a different team now. Big Reed got hurt yes. last night. That that's going to hurt them bad. I was having that conversation with somebody today. They say it's just a slight injury, but. You Wait know, on the MRI. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Even if it is, they're not going to tell you. It's just like Jared Vanderbilt last year. They didn't tell you anything. And I wouldn't. And I'm not saying that they're wrong in doing that. I'm saying I wouldn't do it either. He's day to day. Every day, he's day to day. That's the same way Virginia day-to-day. Tech is with Ed Robinson again. He's still yeah. listed day to day. He's been in a boot for a month and a half, hasn't he? We were talking about that on here, though. That they was nothing yeah. about that. And then all of a sudden, you see him walk into an arena with a boot on, and that's when they first said it. Okay, yeah. something's not right. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with that though. There's yeah. no I, for me. I want you to game plan for him being there. Yeah, that way you don't game plan for somebody else. Yeah, there's some you have to actually put it on there, but on NCAA, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, the game league's not as proficient in pro sport like in, yeah. in the NFL. You have to, yeah, because yeah. people lose money on gambling. And you have to report all the injuries, right? There's big time restrictions on all yeah. that too. Like you hear of teams getting fined about that every year. It's, I feel like it's always New England. <laughs> We're always like, nah, he's not really hurt. Yeah. With with Reed, we got hit a couple of times, and I don't think it was Reed's fault, Andy Reed's fault. I think it was just, you know, they didn't do things the right way sometimes. I'm I'm sorry because I actually, I've I've always told you this. North Carolina's was my second favorite team as a child. What are you apologizing? Because for? I'm getting ready to pick them to lose. Yeah. Well, what are you apologizing for, man? They're gonna win. I'm going to pick them to lose. I don't think Duke covers. I think they win by eight. So, under the spread, though. Under, no, they don't cover the spread, but I think they win 85. 85-77. to 77. Okay. 85-77, Duke on their home court. Hold and serve. Well, the bad news is you took Duke. The good news is I took North Carolina, and we have one other person in the building. So what that means is the tiebreaker goes to our good friend, Dean. I think North Carolina is probably one of the only teams that matches up well. I thought you were going to say overrated already. No, I wouldn't say that at all. Man. Man. Who who hurt you? Who hurt you, BJ? Don't put words in my mouth. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I think I think North Carolina probably matches up best with Duke than I mean, probably ninety percent of yeah other teams. I mean they got they got some big men and quick enough and uh, 
can't think of his name. Who's that transfer from Pitt? Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. My main man, Cam. Second yeah. best Cam in the ACC. He he matches up with anybody. Put him on. I assume he's probably going to guard Barrett. I would assume. I'd, I'd almost put him on Zion, to be honest with if you. If they put May on Zion, it could get ugly. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm worried about. I would it, almost, it will be interesting. Yeah. You, it's like you said. There, there's They've got pieces. Um, I, I like the point guard position as far as Colby White not having to guard a scoring yeah. point guard. That yeah. helps us. And then our best defender, Kenny Williams, is a shooting guard, so he can probably guard Barrett would be my guess. be honest with you, I would almost put Kenny Williams on Reddish. To me, yeah. Barrett is more apt to throw up bad shots. Where Reddish, like you saw in the Louisville game, can get hot within a second. Yeah, and Reddish I doesn't drive as much as Barrett. On Barrett. And, and, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. I want to keep Reddish from getting that hot hand anytime. Yeah, yeah you can put so, Cam Johnson on him then. I'm, but that's the thing. I would almost throw Cam Johnson on Zion and try to keep Zion out of the paint. Cam Johnson is not the guy to do that. You might have to go Brooks and, and then let him shoot threes all day. It's going to be uh, interesting. We'll yeah. find out at 9 o'clock. That's yeah. for so, sure. So I, I give you the pick, though. Yeah, I think I think Duke, cold shooting three-pointers. Yeah. I think North Carolina gets hot. I'm going to go with a – I'm going to go with a 86-77 win for North Carolina. D, we've always been friends. I think we just became best we're, friends. We're tight, bro. Best so, friends, bro. So – Speaking of eighties, and when if we're you, both wrong, don't blame it on me. If yeah. you if you <laughs> add up if you add up if you add up the score from your own game last night, it almost got to eighty. It was close, but it's a Big Ten game. I don't know what you guys want. More than a battle. More than fifty points. So I did see, I, I did see a pretty good uh, tweet today, and it said that uh, Purdue wins 48-46 over Indiana. Uh, but the problem was they couldn't score as many points as the football team did on Ohio State. <laughs> the football team dropped 49 oh, on Ohio State. So, subtle dig against the, the Buckeyes, but I, a big win. IU takes another loss. Uh, second loss in this cold streak of the last 13 games. But you guys get a win, 48-46. And... You were worried for a lot of the game, and I understand. I mean, this was the game was close the entire time. Yeah, I, I was actually worried all day. I mean, I hate to be cliche or anything, but generally rivalry games, even if a team's bad, for some reason, just that you always play better in those games or other teams play worse. But, right. but I mean, winning by more than 15 points or 10 points on most of those games is pretty – Uncommon. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. I mean, I know you guys won by what fifteen the first time. It was fifteen. But uh, it, you are right. It doesn't. It doesn't really happen in, even if teams are bad. I mean, you think back to the the uh, ninety eight when Kentucky won a title. Louisville beat them. Yeah. Louisville and Louisville was not a very good team that year. It, it, it is it, for some reason. I don't, I don't know why those games go that way. I, I, I'm just kind of uncommon. Yeah. It's so Indiana in the last thirteen games two and eleven. And I, my question is, what has happened to Indiana? That so you see some people blaming it on uh, terrible shot selection by the players. You see some people blaming Archie. So what I did, I printed, I, I, I went, looked up their last 13 games. You have two wins. You have the first one of the 13 games. You have a 73-65 win against Illinois. Who they would not be right now. Illinois is hot. And don't worry, they still got to play them at Illinois. Yeah, that, that will be ugly. And then they they somehow beat Michigan State, 
That's Which, the thing that intrigues me. That, that's a ga- that's yeah. a game day. That's a game day curse. Is what that is. And not it's only did they beat them, I not like only that. did they beat them, they beat them at Michigan State. Right. It's a game day. And Will and Jay will pick them. He hasn't picked the right game day all year, has he? Probably not. I saw him miss the Kansas UK one. Yeah. I think he finally got this one right, but yeah, it's a game day and Jay Wilkers. Something that I've kind of <laughs> that I kind of um, I hope my, my, myself <laughs> myself something that I kind of noticed there was Romeo Romeo took a never shoots well in their losses. It, it seems like he takes a lot of ill-advised shots, which I don't know whether that's to blame on them being behind, so he's trying to catch up, or. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't watch them very often. I've watched them probably ten times this year. Yeah, and uh, I I think almost the opposite. I do too. Um, I I don't think they feed him enough to be he because he doesn't force a lot of shots. That's one thing he doesn't do. He's never done that. No. Um, You'll see him put one down. Like he'll, he'll have a nice drive, and then the next possession down, he'll jack a three. Like that's the only yeah. thing I've seen out of him. And playing with the team that he's playing, he has to be that guy. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the scores here of his scoring outputs, and I'm like, I'm surprised. I mean, the only game that stands out is that Purdue lost the 70-55. He only had four points in that game. Yeah. I'm surprised in all the other games except for the Michigan game, he had double digits. Because whenever you watch it, you're like, this this dude is not scoring at the clip that we know he can. And honestly, most of his scoring – it's free throws, really. Yeah. I mean, if you right. look at it, almost, I'd say, I don't think half, but most of his scoring has come from the free throw line, really. It blew my mind whenever they were talking about him being, you know, a great driver and everything. I, I've told you I've played against him a couple of times, and I'm telling you right now, when the kid gets across half court, you better guard him. I've seen his practice routines, and he, he's shooting from out near the half court area on a regular basis. It's blown me away what's going on this year. I think the speed of the game – compared to what he was playing at New Albany. Even though he played against elite-level talent in summer, um, I think it's caught up to him a little bit. And think about it, he's still averaging 17 points a game, and he's still shooting 46% on the year. So, I mean, with all this critiquing going on, he's he's not doing as poorly. Now, as I, I, don't want it, I don't want it to sound I like I'm only, I'm only blaming it on him. I mean, if you – all the hype, go ahead. I'm yeah, gonna, in comparison uh, to in, what in he was In comparison to, to the hype – but the thing that I've noticed when I just going through their stats, Morgan is definitely a lot more consistent than he is. Yeah, but Morgan also shoots a lot more easy twos. He gets a lot of putbacks. Yeah. But the thing is, is Morgan also takes a lot of terrible shots in threes. Last night he was one of seven from the three point line. Yeah. But one of those was the game winning shot that he had to shoot. So you it go. Was, so it was you, not so a game winning shot, sir. Game tying. No, so you, they lost. So well, it was. It, it was would a missed shot. Would have been game one. So, so you shot. say he went one of six then. You say he went one of six and three of 13. That was a good look. Out. Yeah. But my confusion. The watch shot was scared of. It, it reminded me of the watch shot. Same spot on the court. It that's was, that's uh, a great point. I didn't even think about that. It was it was right in the same spot, almost same scenario. I just I hate even bringing that game. Is I'm that sorry. game is that game still on loop there? I mean, See, I may you, walk, you walk in the door, I believe, and there's the got one TV dedicated to constantly that five. Someone seconds. Someone told me that that's a real thing. Is I don't that, know, but it could be. I, I'm making it up. I, I mean, they, no. they did. Couldn't, I promise you, someone told me that they had something dedicated to that. Well, someone, 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 please tell me if they do because I don't know. They, I heard that they had like. 
think of like a trophy case. They had a trophy case with it playing over and over again. Think about at the Yum Center. You've got like those beans. No, no I no, wouldn't no. say it now. I never want anything like that for a regular season game of us beating a team like that. No. That's a good moment in history right there. It, I mean, it, it was any, any, any time moment they thought. Yeah. They thought. Anytime Kentucky loses is a good moment. Yeah. But I'm not putting a TV playing over and over of a regular season. It, no. You beat them in a championship or in the tournament on a buzzer beater like that, do you think? Yeah, but if you got Throw one it. small spot in the arena, like that's like I said, that's a memorable shot. But you don't have a TV that plays it over and over. Yeah, that's probably. You maybe put something in there that, that like a paragraph. Yeah, something like that with a picture of it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. What if you put in like the team, not the locker room, but their like uh, hangout area? I hear they've got like pool tables and stuff they like got, that. It's actually I've seen pictures. It is nice. It's legit, isn't it? It is nice. So you should put it in there to be like, hey guys, you might stink this year, but don't remember <laughs> or don't forget, you can always hit one shot to change the direction. By the way, I, IU fans that are listening, like. We don't all hate you a whole lot. We just don't really like IU. You're kind of forgetting this is the same school that cut down the nets for a Big Ten championship. That's why I'm a- after they lost the game. <laughs> I forget. I, they, I, I totally forgot about that. They lost to somebody, and they come out in an empty arena and cut down nets. Oh, the my. only people were there was them and the press, I had, some of the press. I had no distaste for IU before you said that until you just told me that. I'm glad I could. <laughs> what? Yeah, you cut down the Appreciate nets that. in an empty arena after they I lost. I totally forgot about that. I'm you know what else? Power move right there. That, yeah, move. that's like looking a horse in his eyes when you eat his dung. <laughs> I'd say that's <laughs> super power move. Semi comparable. Semi super power move. But uh, there was some controversy at the end of the game. Yep, I wouldn't call it controversy personally. It was controversy to people that aren't intelligent when it comes to basketball. Big time. Wow. Well, actually, Shots fired. one of our good friends, Zach Coleman, also said the same thing to me, and I was pretty disappointed. I, I actually, you know, I don't get emotional often, as I stated earlier in the podcast. I shed a, a tear for this one. Legit tear. But he seems awful emotional. BJ did a lot of research on this, and he's pretty proud of it. So I wouldn't necessarily say that. We, we contacted a couple of our buddies. I, I've got a couple of referee friends, and I wanted to know. I wouldn't what, tell everybody that. Well, you know, I keep them in the back pocket just in case I need them. Yeah. But <laughs> that means I'm paying them under Church the table. League basketball? Yeah. Dude, listen, I don't like to lose, D. You, you know me pretty well. I'm not trying to lose any game. But anyways, with that being said, um, the one who helped me the most was your buddy John. John cut straight to the point and said, listen, there is – and he even went to his rule book. Uh, what we're talking about, too, is the tipping by harms at the end of the game – I heard a lot of people saying that that was going to be an over-the-back foul. That was the exact words that was quoted to me. When you look at it, he's going up vertical, and then when you go into the rule book, as I was saying John brought up to us, there is no such thing as an over-the-back foul. You hear of it called, and part of the reason why I know this too is because as a six foot six, six foot seven player in in one uh, A Indiana basketball, humble brag. Yeah, yeah. that's not humble. Yeah. That is one A basketball is trash. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, I had three of them called on me a game on the regular basis, and I kept saying to the referees, "That's not even a foul. There's no such thing as an over the back call." You didn't have good position, right? 
Whereas Harms last night had good position because it came off right to him and he tipped it ever so gently, caressed it into the goal is what I would like to say. Um, but yeah, it, it drives me crazy. There's nothing. <laughs> what? I don't even. You look like Harms. I think is what makes me laugh so much. It's because you look like Harms. He does not have the hair. No. He does not have the hair. He could do it. You could do the hair. I wish I was what seven, whatever three. he is. Yes. Oh man, I didn't know he's seven three. That's a seven three, a buck eighty four. I'll tell you this, man. <laughs> I'm there at one eighty four. He I looks like that. his last name's Harms, but he doesn't look like he ever harmed any meals. No, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but he that's, that's he did he did harm seventeen thousand plus people last night. Oh yeah. yeah, which we'll get into that too. Think about it. There was some inappropriate banter. From the fans. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, I don't understand it. That's a nice way of putting it. No. But so so basically what BJ saying is there's no such thing as an over the back foul. So stop complaining about it. There's no such thing. So yeah. it's clean. Pushing the back pushing the back is a foul. Yep. And, and there's different fouls that you can get as far as, you know, making creating contact. But over the back, if you're jumping up trying to get a rebound and you're taller than a person, or if you've got a better vertical than a person, anything. Something that I always that I always look for, if it's my team that I felt like was harmed, I hate to use that word, yeah. harmed in a no in a miss in a miss call, was the guy boxing out? The guy's not boxing out. There's no. There's not really an argument. No, but that's the thing. There isn't an argument even if he is boxing out. Maybe you can call push in the back. Yeah, but you can also call if Harms is jumping in the air and Morgan is staying down, boxing him out, then that's a foul. Yeah, that's I'm saying, was he boxing out and making contact before they both went up? He was trying to, yes. Yeah. He, did, he had pretty good position. I mean, they were... Yeah, but look how close. I mean, I've even got the still shot up here. Harms is a foot away from the rim, possibly. So he was trying to box him out, and like you said, he's a buck eighty-four. He really wasn't moving him anymore. No. He just had butt on gut. Yeah, or so, butt on thigh in this case, probably. probably. Knees. <laughs> yeah, knees, probably. So D, I gotta ask you a question. I know you were pumped about that win, but something that I haven't really seen you comment about. I've seen you vote the dunk bracket. Mm-hmm. What, what was your because it's always good to get outside opinions with things and to get you on here and and actually here what did you first of all did you like how we did it I did I liked how it was total randomness I like how you picked 32 people and they just jumbled it up and put it together because it came out you probably could not have uh, planned it any better I would guess if you had wanted to. Yeah. There, there were some pretty good matchups. I mean, uh, of course, it was B- just tough to vote for some of these. Cause, it really was. I mean, it was because always oh, you got top thirty-two dunkers. I mean, you, you you missed the one we talked about. The one that I thought should have been there, Brent Barry. One I, I mentioned that contest. I mentioned that to BJ. He said, that, no, I mentioned that to you. I mentioned it to you, and you said, "Well, he really only had that one dunk contest." Okay. Yeah, I said That's Tom Chambers. My bad. Yeah, because you put in Tom Chambers. Yep. I thought. Which Tom I don't. Chambers I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with because the dunk face that Tom Chambers did to Mark Jackson Ooh. was worthy enough yeah. for me to keep him in there. Yeah. But it's it's always good to get outside perspective on. Okay, did you like how he did it? Did you think we should have done anything else other than? I, I don't know what else you could have done. I, also, my other nitpick, I would. I don't be a Ducator, but I mean Williams and I don't know, he's in college. I mean he can't. Thank you. I, I Thank you. He he probably he's a great dunker, amazing dunker, but I'd have preferred you put another NBA guy in there. And he won the first round. Yeah. As he should. Over the franchise. I don't As know. he should. 
Your good buddy John reminded you Steve Francis is an underrated dunker. Yeah. I, he did not have to remind me of anything because I recognize that Steve Francis is a very good dunker. And your second favorite but dunker it, behind, it's, it just happens to be that they just show Zion do a 360 in the game behind your head as you're saying this. Yeah, okay. And, I mean, the things that he – this dude did a 360 between the legs dunk in a game in high school. Yep. And you're telling me that he shouldn't have been on the list? Honestly, if we're going to put people on the list, let's go back to the homeboy from Huntington Prep yep. who didn't even play. Yep. I'll be honest, his dunks but no one would, no one would have known his name. <laughs> I still don't know the guy's name, but his dunks were crazy. As Dee's legal advisor in this case, I would like to specify that he is referring to the fact that we have not seen Zion's longevity. We've seen what he's brought yeah. to the table against lower-level talent. If we threw Tom Chambers in there for one dunk, and you guys are complaining about Zion Williamson. Clearly, as DJ would say, you didn't do your homework on Tom Chambers. That's Tom just Chambers is dunk. thrown in there for one dunk. That's just his best dunk. Tommy Chambers could fly. So we're in the final four. <laughs> we're in the final four. We had Dominique Wilkins facing Vince Carter, and we had Daryl Dawkins facing Michael Jordan. That's correct. Two Tar Heels in there. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. There was two of them. Sure. Record shows two of them. Yeah. Nope. I think one plus one equals two. I don't think anyone cares. I don't think anyone cares but you. I did not know this was a math podcast. Yes. Listen, seven four, episode seventy four, that's a seven in front of a four. You could subtract two and then add two and it'd still come out to seventy four if you were wondering. And in this case one plus one equals two. I don't know how many people really listen to what he just Are you said. Sponsored by a calculator at this point? Yeah. Hey. Some would say my brain is a calculator. Texas Instruments over here. So, uh, I lost the page that I wrote down the percentage on. This one here? We could use that one. Yeah, with. Sorry. Man, I don't know. This looks like the Rain Man wrote this. No wonder he's so good at math. <laughs> I knew something was <laughs> Man. Scribble uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. That's. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so power move. Yeah, I, I guess when you can write well and you write sloppily, just to show that you're lazy. Yeah, I'd just say to probably show that you're lazy. <laughs> yes, yes. Power I love move. that you. My my favorite part of that is that you didn't like get upset and deny it. You just yeah, no. yeah, pretty much. Listen, power moves, man. This is what this episode should be subtitled: power moves, power moves. Not we power can call moves. it power moves if that's what you want, but uh, at the end of the day, it's not really. It's still, it's still not a power move to look a horse in his eyes when you eat his tongue. That's how I live my life: power moves, bro. <laughs> I wish I knew where that page was, but either way, uh, we had a surprising upset with Vince Carter smashing Dominique Wilkins. Uh, to move on to the championship to face, unfortunately, another Tar Heel and Michael Jordan. Which both of them were a little further than what we thought they were going to be. I mean, we, we pretty much said from the get-go there was one guy favored um, in the whole thing. But the Dominique one intrigued me because we had a lot of people based <coughs> on our voting who were taking power over finesse. I thought Dominique had a chance in this I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Yeah. And there's going to be people that will call me crazy when they listen to this. Yeah. Dominique Wilkins is the most overrated dunker of all time. Wow. Do I not? Am I, here's why. Do you want me to call you crazy now? Or you can call me crazy whenever. I want you to tell me one thing that he – because the fact that Michael Jordan beat Daryl Dawkins more than what Vince Carter beat Dominique Wilkins – 
It's mind-boggling to me. I want you to tell well, me. that can be mind-boggling to you, but saying that Dominique is overrated. And I'm not saying that he's not a great dunker. Right. But the fact that he's mentioned even in the same conversation of just – if you go back, there was a video that I saw of the, of the 50s, the, all the 50s that have ever happened in dunk contest history. Some of the dunks that he did really were not that impressive when you think of guys like – first of all, Zach Levine does that in his sleep. And Zach Levine is four or five inches shorter than him. You have multiple guys that do that. And that's what I always tried to remember in this thing. Okay, you got Dr. J against Vince Carter. What dunk can Dr. J do that Vince Carter can't do? You know what I remember to do? Not to make rookie mistakes like what you're making currently, bro. Because you're only going off of dunk contests, not his in-game I'm, dunks. I'm talking in-game dunks. We're anything. talking 50s. I'll give this man 50s in some of his in-game dunks. He had very impressive dunks. Yeah. But the, I don't I, – if I'm being honest with you and I'm saying, okay, I know this was based off of every dunk, but if we're putting guys in a dunk contest – Yeah, full disclosure. He, He's not. He's not gonna be in my top five of dunkers. Yeah. As far as guys that I was like, I mean, if I'm t- who won or the two guys in there won two to me. I understand what you're saying, but think about it. Even I, I'd hate to do this comparison because you're gonna grill me on this. Cause, so I'm not comparing these two players. No. Think about this year with the dunk contest. Who did we automatically say the dark horse or somebody who was the least favored person was gonna be? John Collins, the tallest person in it. So Dominique is what six nine, six so, eight, six nine. So when Dominique is doing these dunks, his biggest thing is the power. It's not looking like he's really gliding through the air like what a Spud Webb or a Nate Robinson or. Well, see, I'm here's the thing though. I'm with you on the Spud Webb being an overrated dunker as well. Yeah. Because that was something that you said they're not. That's my argument with Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. Because even with Michael Jordan, you had him gliding from the free throw line. You had some of his windmills that he was doing from the side. I felt like he was actually doing something. Yeah. Dominique literally just stood in front of the rim and did a windmill. That to me, that's not that impressed. I, I can't do it. First of all, before anyone <laughs> says, "Can you do this?" No, I can't do this. I couldn't do it on seven foot goal, but. I'm not one that's like claiming on a seven foot goal. We want video evidence. The only thing I'm windmilling and dunking is a donut. That's a and a cookie. I, I think it's hard to compare all these dunkers because yep. dunking in the past fifteen years is so much different than it was. I mean, Dawkins is the reason that or Daryl Dawkins is the reason you couldn't dunk for however many years. Right. You know, Shaq broke backboards. But you know they're not even on the Shaq's not even on the list. Right. I'm, I'll tell you this: I'm honestly surprised Dawkins made it this far because I was afraid that a lot of people wouldn't really recognize him for who he was. Yeah, I told you. I think my family single-handedly voted him that far. <laughs> I mean, he barely barely beat out Robinson, Nate Robinson there. Yeah. Yeah, and then he. That I mean, he moved. He moved up. forward. Yeah. But I found I did find the percentages. This is what this is what brought this up because Vince Carter is. A better dunker as far as comparing him to, to Dominique Wilkins than Michael Jordan is to Daryl Dawkins. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that the fact that Vince Carter won eighty three percent to seventeen percent over Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan won eighty eight to twelve percent. That's that's where my argument's coming from. Uh, Dominique Wilkins. I'm, that's why I say he's an overrated dunker to me. Like the fact that he's even in the same conversation as Vince Carter, who really, like I said the other day, kind of brought the dunk contest back to the forefront again. And really revitalized it for what he did. He's the reason it is what it is today. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they were talking. I told you they were talking about trying to get him in it again this year. I was like, "Don't do that, please, don't do that." I mean, having come out there with this Walker and do a couple of dunks or something, they could they could have jumped over him. I, if he would have yeah. jumped, if uh, Diallo would have jumped over him and put his arm in, well, you know, here's the question: Is Diallo going to be pushing off of his back too? Hey. Oh, Shaq's a large man. I don't well, know. He's a large man. You got to do what you got to do to go over a guy that big. Rewatch the tape. Oh, I've watched it. It's not as big of a push off as you would expect. But he pushes. And it's, no, it's not shoulders. It's back as well, too. So there's a difference. But your guy, Dennis Smith Jr. I already said Dennis Smith pushed off. Two handed shoves oh, off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Way. That's why this dunk contest was garbage. Yeah, it was this good. dunk contest was probably the most garbage dunk contest we've ever watched. So D wins this argument. That's what I see. No, yeah. D was talking. D was talking about the All Star game. He didn't say about the All Star weekend. True that. Because you can't say that the skills challenge was garbage. The fact that Jason Tatum won like that was awesome. Beautiful. I didn't. I didn't watch them. So Jason. Jason Tatum hit a half. I heard court. you guys talking about it. it. Sounded pretty good. We'll show you the video after it's over because it's pretty dope actually. If he wasn't a dude, yeah, worth I'd like it more. Is it worth a Google? Yo, for oh, sure. it's yeah, it's definitely worth definitely a Google. Worth a Google. So that moved us to our championship round where we had Vince Carter and Michael Jordan. My my thing that I feared was that people would take this as a who's a better player. Yeah. And when I see some of the votes, I still think, like, yeah, I think you probably think we're talking about who's the better player of these two with some of these people that voted for him. Well, I think there's some of, like, a special sweet spot for Jordan. Jordan has always been kind of that athlete that people either loved or hated. Like, I don't think there's a ton of middle ground with him. So yeah. I don't know if it's that as much as they, they just have a sweet spot for him. I don't think a lot of people are readers either. They just see, like – they just see the pictures and click the which one you like. Yeah. Some people don't read. That's kind of a – it's a lost art, I hear. Which props to I haven't, I haven't done. I haven't done much of it personally in yeah. my life. I didn't even know what a gift was before Beef educated me over here the other evening. Yeah, it was. I wish you could have seen his text. <laughs> I said, hey, you should, do the, you should do the championship poll and put a gift in it. And he was like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Do what? After and I was I like, you on the one on the Anthony Davis post yet? And I was it's like, it's a moving picture. That's what it is, man. I like it. That's what it stands for. Gift. Moving picture. Moving picture. I don't think that's how the. I don't think that's how acronyms work. But yeah. <laughs> PowerPoints to anybody who knows that what gift means. That's that's a power move, move right there. Just, so that moved us to the championship, and we had Vince Carter. Winning sixty six percent to thirty four percent over Michael Jordan, yep. so the surprise winner of the dunk on the best dunker of all time goes to Mr. Vince Carter. I think so, most people called that from the beginning. I believe, didn't they? No, oh, it was it was a surprise. Shocker. No one, no one called Vince Carter. Uh, there was no one commenting saying, "Why are you doing this bracket? Vince Carter's going to win." Was it kind of compared to the? UMBC over Virginia? Is it kind of like... It was definitely a 16-1 upset with Vince Carter winning, for sure. And if you look, he smashed everybody the whole way. That last one, I mean, the Wilkins one was his closest one, wasn't it? Um, No, the the last one against Jordan was his closest one. Yeah, Jordan was his closest one. By the way, showing Kobe White on the TV looking like zero from holes um, with his hair froed back out again. Well, he's not going to have zero points. He might have You better, hey, don't count your chickens before they hatch. We just got drummed on national TV by Syracuse when I I definitely didn't think that was going to happen. It's a 2-3 zone, man. You all learn it in middle school. Big time. Confuses college. It's weird. You learn how to play it, but apparently some people don't learn how to play against it. Matchup zone. Not just any 2 It's a zone. trapping trapping zone. They trap trapping a lot. matchup zone. And if you remember correctly to all of our loyal listeners, <clears throat> Power Move says that I called this a trap game. You can't call them all trap game. Well, 
you didn't specify that before this episode. I've got a couple more trap games coming up. Uh, Are the two trap games between the Virginia game trap games also? No, as actually texted to Brandon last night, Tennessee's got a couple of trap games coming up at the end of their schedule. He's, a, he's called it traps into the season. He like didn't even call it trap. He just said, hey, man, watch <laughs> out for the rest of their games. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. They did have a tough schedule. Some would call me a trap star. That's yeah, all I got to it, say. Young Jeezy over here. Yeah. So that, awesome. that 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 brings us that's the end of our bracket. We'll probably do something else in a couple of weeks. We'll wait a little bit before we do something else like that. But we just like to bring new stuff like that. Maybe I'll do like the bracket of the top things to dunk. Oh like, like chips. Ooh, that's chicken, a, that's chicken a good fingers, one. donuts. That's, see, that's why we got you on here. We Things to good. dunk. Things to dunk. I can't talk right now. My mind's thinking of all You got the greatest things. dunkers of all time, greatest dunky of all time. Oh, man. I think I'm in that. You have to You have to kind of throw How dunk. How are you in the what, do well, we, I can't go into detail. You have to. Inappropriate. He's an, he's an avid swimmer. He's an avid swimmer. Yeah. And he takes baths. He doesn't I'm, take I'm, showers. I'm scared at this point. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, why that is is scaring you when he talked about how looking a horse in his eyes was a power move while you're eating. It's, I kind of agree with the power move on that, that one. It's right? not, it's not. It's have, listen, we're not condoning condoning horse poo eating. We're yeah, we didn't say that. The power move of saying, listen, I'm the power move, throwing it back in his face. That's a power move. That's a good way to get trampled, bro. That's a good way to get power move. Face. Yeah. Have you never been to the Kentucky Derby? I have not. Those horses are fast. I have not. Really I'm just going. I'm. A, you got to throw Dunkaroos in the dunk in the dunky thing though, because it has dunk in the name, right? Yeah, that's probably. That's kind of like one that has to be in there, even though like I don't. I haven't seen Dunkaroos since like 1996. I don't even. I'm not positive. You you know are, do you know what Dunkaroos are? I'm, you know, a little bit. No, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I need to answer. I'm weirded out you yeah, don't know what Dunkaroos are. I'm the subject here. Like, Dunkaroos, I recall a Dunkaroo, but, like, I'm not picturing exactly what The kangaroo commercials with the, like, the icing on the, it. You I, yeah, no, the, you had the stick, the candy stick. You pull stir. the wrapper back, and there was a, a bucket of kangaroo-shaped graham cracker cookies. Yeah. And there's the... Yeah, but the icing. ones with the icing are what? Oh, oh! You dip it in. Yes, yes. This guy, and this the, kid. Okay, I'm with yeah. you. Like Teddy Grahams, except for on steroids, way better. Yeah, the icing was like Funfetti icing. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that was unhealthy, man. My in case anybody knows, BJ is also 20 years old. He doesn't know. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't know these things. Yeah. Yeah. Dunkaroo- it just took a second to recall it. Dunkaroos was Dunkaroos something Dunkaroos. that I always wanted, but we didn't have money, so it's like, no, those are too expensive. Didn't they have an off-brand or nothing? You got like Chunkaroos or something, you know, junk Junkaroos. Junkaroos. Yeah, yeah Junkaroos. Good. Yeah, it's not. I'd probably give it a try. It's like celery, like dipping give celery. Give it a try. Yeah. They're gonna be the number one seed, bro. No, I'm saying the Chunkaroos. Ooh, that's number one seed. Whoa. It, see, here's where it, here's where it's gonna Whoa. get difficult. This is gonna get difficult, right? Whoa. I mean, we're here's what's gonna. Are, are we going? Are we throwing just cookies in general, or are we throwing no. types of cookies? I mean, well, it's gotta be types of cookies because Oreos are different than Chips Ahoy. I agree, 100. percent So you cannot just lump. And to see, that's just, that's where it's gonna get. That's where the water is gonna get muddied because then you're like. Well, the yeah, yeah, maybe maybe the milk will get brown from Murky. the Oreos. Milk I'm not upset Murky. about that. Hey, I'm keeping the same energy. I'm here living my best life with that stuff. I'd make it ice cream. 
I'm fine with that. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. D was very avid about this, though. He came up here. First of all, he was very excited. Yeah, fangirling. girl in the night. I'm not sure I've had someone be more excited about being back on, and I'm not upset about that. Yeah. Not upset about that. It's always great to have people that want to be on here. I've been so jealous because, you know, BJ just coming here and sweep this bad boy up. and Well, hey, that's what happens when you're the uh, fan-voted guest of the year. It's self-proclaimed. There was never a fan vote. I was a fan, and I voted. Like he made the poll himself. Yeah, yeah. Was it good. wasn't made public. It came out. Yeah, it was, that's it why I said. That's why before. I said self-proclaimed. There was one vote for himself, and that was it. I'd say it's almost comparable to asking a highly ninety percentile UK and U of L fan group which rivalry was better, the UK and U of L or U. But and I did yeah, put, a, disclaim- was, I'd put a disclaimer. I put a disclaimer in there. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. Instead, if you take something's different, then give me a reason. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. I told you. I, I wasn't worried about the outcome of it. I liked the uh, banter that was back and forth involved with it. I thought it was overrated banter, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Uneducated. But one thing D said was, I got a beef. Coming in hot And I'm beef. bringing the beef. So the floor is yours. Power move, by the way. <laughs> so... And this is not strictly, let me disclaimer this, this is not strictly picking on Indiana fans. Yes, this it is. is fully across the board, all sporting fans and sporting event attendees. That the Hoosiers playing. Yeah. Uh, the I, I was at a uh, clubhouse watching a game last night, so I couldn't hear uh, audio, but I heard a lot of um, some FU chants from a certain student section towards a player who may or may not have tipped in a game-winning tip. <laughs> He's not um, talking about Florida either. No, no, this was not uh, LSU. No, there was no they nothing like not that. T- they're UF. Well, okay. Just but anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the chanting of curse words out loud, you know. Right. You know, you let something slip, you know, you're a guy, you know, a little, had a few beers and you maybe dropped an F-bomb. Big whoop. I mean, you have entire... Sections or arenas chanting. I mean, it happens in football. You get the BS chant, you know, for holding or deflating a football, things of that nature. Whoa, whoa! Allegedly, allegedly. And we diagnosed that, by the way, it was yeah. due to his strength of his hands. Yes, I saw that. It was a it was a Zion Williams situation. His hands are too strong. I Bingo. That. Um, now we know how he got Giselle. But it, that's just. It's uncalled for. And honestly, I'm kind of shocked that the NCAA doesn't have some type of rule. I know you guys didn't disagree, or you didn't agree with us when I said it, but I'm surprised there's not some type of rule or technical foul assessed to the bench because uh, NCAA likes to, you know. Stick their nose in Yeah, they, they like to be in control of every single thing. And, you know, it, I was told that it was very – you could hear it on the TV. Through the TV, you could hear it. Yeah, loudly. Um, loudly. And, and that's just totally uncalled for and – it's just not a good look for any university. Not no. Like I said, this is not a strictly calling out Indiana, even right. though it happened last night. Uh, this is what brought it to the forefront. Yeah, this That's is a, this is across the whole board. I mean, it's just if you're going to be out there getting drunk, you know, yelling curse words, go watch wrestling. That's the thing. What? I think they were sober when they were doing it. it wasn't even which doesn't excuse it either way. What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, he That's, just he said wrestling and, wrestling, and all that go stuff. Go to WrestleMania, you know. What? Do what you got to do. It's a wrestling wrestling reference for you guys. By the way, BJ is very happy right now. This I really hope that he's okay. He blew not, through his shoe. Yeah. That's because they're Nikes. Hey, come on now. It's better than Adidas. Let's get this out of here. But beef, or, uh, 
BJ also had a beef. Well, my beef we mentioned a little bit earlier, but it was over the back call. You can't make up calls. There's no such thing off it. So I'm going to go with a power move once again and say that. You and these power moves. Yeah. Here's my beef. People using power moves <laughs> well, when you when you talk about horses. You no, know, man, that hurts my feelings. I'm just going to be honest. I've been very emotional lately. He's and that's, very that's, emotional. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's probably because the, the toboggan's like sinking into his hair. It's yeah, probably more to degree with the heat in this place. It is... Yeah, it, it is. It is warm in he here. Had orange juice. Good thing. Hey, yeah. it is warm in here. Good thing he put on deodorant eight times today. Seven. 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 We've been Sorry. over this earlier. Four Seven. on the left, three on the right. That's right. Seven times. First lather doesn't count. You got to get it. <laughs> lather. Yeah. You got to get it. Lathering it up. Right. Lathering it up. Wow. That's right. Wow. My beef is uh, Louisville not knowing how to play against his own. That's my beef. It's but they have freaking joke for years with the previous coach. Yeah, let's not let's not mention that, that person. I'm talking about the no, team. I am talking about the team. I'm Think not talking about, about the person. How did did Max see a ton of zone last year that you recall? I don't recall. Not that I really remember because there's not. Yeah. There's not really any teams in the Big East that I can really think of that play a zone. Well, there's honestly, honestly not a team in yeah. college basketball outside of Syracuse that legitimately goes to his own all the time. I no, Not consistently. Outside. Yeah, I wouldn't say outside of it, but I'd say as far as like when you think of a zone team, that's the number one team that's going to come to your mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. They, they recruit specifically for that zone. We talked about that before, but Bayheim is looking for the long, lengthy, athletic players to dominate that zone. I think uh, that new coach at Texas Tech, I believe he is doing that. Okay. I think one of those Texas schools is playing – Strictly. I could see A and M being in that too. No, I don't think. It's, I think it's Texas Tech. A and M's trash. Call me if I'm wrong. Hey, who knows? A and M's in the SEC right now, right? And that's the team that moves to the SEC from the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Mizzou. Yeah, we won't go into that conversation. With if we want to talk about Mizzou real quick, they need to fire Conzo Martin so he can go to Purdue and become the head recruiter. Okay. That way Purdue can get the top-level recruits that, for some reason, Conville Martin gets <laughs> everywhere he goes. What are you legend here? Yeah, how does he do that? I don't know. I mean, he had the top recruits at Cal. He was gotten everybody. And then they got there, and they're like, what are we doing? Why do we come play for him? Yeah, I don't know. It's no, Cal, just Cal for one. That's what I'm saying. Why are we coming here? They're, we're terrible. Obviously, yeah, it worked out. Look at people like Jalen Brown, Michael Porter Jr., I mean that's a Mizzou. There, thanks to him, but still, yeah, he played like four games. But what about what about what's his name? Jabari Brown was that the other one? Jalen Brown. Yeah. No, there was Jabari Brown too, wasn't there? No, or Jabari Bird. Rob Ivan Rab. Ivan yeah. Rab, whatever his name is. Jabari yeah. Bird was the other one that he recruited and ended up, ended up decommitting. Charlie Moore, who plays for Kansas now, didn't pan out, but he but, was there. So I mean, yeah, Jalen Brown, who was already going to be a good player anyway. That's my yeah. whole point. He could have gone anywhere. He's, you just said he's getting good recruits. So yeah, and yeah. I'm saying they're getting there, saying why are we? Why do we come play for this guy? Yeah, but you're telling me they. Well, is it this guy or this school? Because you're telling me they didn't go there knowing they were going to lose. Like, what do you expect going to a team like that? You go with other good players. You think yeah, you're going to win? Like, they took like three kids. There was a top five recruiting class, I believe. Cal. With yeah. Rab with, yeah. Yeah. I could see that one with Brown, Rav, Moore. I mean, they had some pieces, but and in the Pac-12 is. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. Well, Arizona was good at that point. Oregon was good at that point. I'm with you, though. Overall, they're garbage. They're literally going to get one 
They're going to get one team in because of their, somebody's got to win their conference. Well, if you yeah. look, Rab's on an NBA roster. Jalen Brown's obviously on the quote-unquote verge of potentially being an all-star. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's under or overshadowed by Tatum, but, I mean, he's a very important piece there. I think he's the one who Kyrie complains about, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't know, but, D, it's always fun to have you on here. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be back. Anytime. BJ gets sick. If you get the cold, something. <laughs> uh, he's not going to have a cold with that toboggan on yeah, in the summertime. Any, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Pounding the orange juice and oranges in this joint. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Potassium and vitamin C. Banana every day, orange every and day. And french fries, yeah. according to your old coach. He did say he eats a yeah. lot of salad earlier. Yeah, but he also said that his coach told him oh, that yeah, the potassium to was eating a bunch off. of french fries. Yeah. yeah. And so. drink coffee's crossing. That's yeah. what he told me. Oh, zero with the, with the run up behind block there. Chase down block by zero. So, D, thank you again. Glad to do we'll, it. We'll show you that Jason Tatum shot here in just a minute. Uh, BJ, you got anything to add? I would. My question to you is, what is this? A center for ants? Uh, yeah, it, this place is pretty. This place is pretty small. Yeah, but, but I didn't realize that you thought it was that small. But guys, keep liking, keep sharing. We got it. A lot of stuff in here. We used a lot of stuff before here, too, but a lot of good stuff in here. No power moves or anything like that, like some people may have stated. Power moves. It was all, it was all power moves. Yeah. This, this podcast is a power move. I'm calling it now. That's yet to be determined. No, it's it's fact. 74, I believe, 74 yep, episodes 74, in. Minus 2, plus 2, yeah. plus 74. Yeah. That's a, so that's a episode move. 74. So... D, we'll have you back on maybe soon. Maybe we'll have like a tournament roundtable or something. I'm down. As long as I'm sorry that my wheelhouse is Big Ten basketball. And we'll see. That's the thing. If we, ta- if we have a tournament roundtable, we can have you talk about the Big Ten teams that we don't watch because we don't watch boring basketball. Clearly, yeah. he's the advisor of the dunk champions as well, too. So yeah. we're going to need him for that. The dunkies, yes. The dunkies, yes. We'll, we'll put that up soon. Uh, I don't. I don't. We've we, got to get we, the we, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that's got that goes into this. Yeah. And there's gonna, you know, some people aren't gonna make the cut, and there's gonna be some people upset that maybe a, a nutty bar didn't make the cut or something. Those you know? suck. They're out. Speaking about a lot of stuff going into this, there's gonna be a lot of buckets in the North Carolina game. <laughs> yes. we, we need Zion to come back. As I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're gonna take a win either way, but if you're gonna win, I think you'd probably rather win with him in the game too. Well, yeah, because you said we were going to win. But, I mean, if there's a chance we could lose with him being in the game, we can sit on the sideline. It's no big deal. He, he blew out his shoe. Like he's got him a new pair of kicks. Yeah, a flat tire over here. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. It's warm today, but it rained. It's supposed to do the same thing on Saturday. It's supposed to be 63 and rain. So, stay dry. And keep listening. Beef out. <laughs>